Can you hear me? This episode of Says, I can hear you. Okay. Can you not hear me? I can hear you. I just thought maybe you couldn't hear me because there's some weird internet where we are. I could hear you. Okay. No, you sounded fine. Ooh. All right. This episode. <laughs> What's that wrinkling? This episode. <laughs> no, this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this you episode go ahead. No, of go, Says go Who ahead. is brought to you. Oh, my God. It's brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where most every Sunday, except for some of these ones where we're traveling all around, you get an extra bonus episode of Says Who if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level. That $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Go to patreon.com slash says who and get all signed up for all that goodness. Ah, books. Look, you don't have to, but if you got the box in the woods, God, I'd be thankful. That's it. I mean, there's so, oh, this little thing isn't in the right place. Can you see me now? No, now you can see me. Now you can't see me. Now you can't see me. Now you can't see me. I have a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Listen, books. Um, if you get my books, I love you and I'll come and live with you and I'll stay inside your house and I'll live inside the walls and I'll make noises at night. You hear me knocking and moving around. I'll eat your cheese. I'll drink your drinks. I'll crawl around under the floorboards and sing to you this song. Thank you for reading my books. And if you'd like to buy one of Maureen's books so that she'll live in your floorboards and sing you a song, you can go to bookshop.org slash shop slash says who, where you can order all of Maureen's books. We've got them there. A couple of mine, some other books we've talked about on the internet. I mean, not the internet, this podcast. I don't know where (laughs) anything is right now. Are we okay? We'll get to that. Uh, but bookshop.org slash shop slash says who you also can get says who merchandise at merch dot says who podcast dot com. And finally, if you would like to join me and Janice in our Airstream trailer, Evangeline, and hear stories from our Delta variant dodging trip in the trailer this summer, you can go to the hitch podcast dot com week two has just come out there will be two more weeks that is 14 more episodes after week two of uh all sorts of outdoorsy goodness at the hitchpodcast.com hello what where's that coming where's that coming from pretty what is that steve steve are you here yes you're here? Where well, I don't see you. There's not. What? Well, I'm glad you came you... to my legal defense okay, fundraiser karaoke night. Everyone else seems I to be a little bit late, me. but I'm glad you're here. But I don't. Oh, no. I don't see you. That's because you, you called me Rudy again with you're, the butt dialing. You're in my. You're in my pants. Rudy, where are you? What are you doing? It's my. I'm having a legal defense. Fundraiser karaoke night. It's a fun, fun way to raise a few bucks because I, uh, I need them. But, uh, are, when everyone's is a little anyone late, there? well, 
I think, I think people are coming, but they're all a little they're all a little late. Even Andrew said he was uh he was stuck in the Holland Tunnel or something. Well, all right. Well, I look for the um. I'm going to go because you well, just no, constantly call me from your ass. Here, you can listen. My song is up. I've been waiting for a, for a while for my song <sighs> to come up. People, oh, other people's songs have been coming up. There's nobody up. there. How is there anybody else? The guy doing the karaoke told me I had to wait. There's a guy. I mean, I okay. think he's a guy. It's a machine. There's, There's a, a guy in the machine, right? There's the machine. Anyway, it says, told me I had to wait, but my song's up. So come. You want to sing it with me? No. Come on. Come on, Steve. What song, what song is it? Well, it's a, you'll like it. It's a good one. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. I pay my dues. Time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime. Okay. Oh, and bad mistakes. I've made a... Well... I haven't made any. And I've had my share of kicked in my face with all coffee. I'm not seeing the song, Rudy. Come on, you take this part. You, you take this part, Steve. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not Come seeing on, this. Come on, you, you, we need to go on. Go on and on. And, and on. We are the champions. Steve. My friend. The lyrics have already gone by. I don't know what's going to be next. I will. Steve. No time for losers. Come, come on. <laughs> that part's well, that's funny. That's why is that funny? Is we this just the lyric? The champions, my friends. Yes. We'll keep on fighting till the end. We are the champions. I gotta, I gotta get this call, Bree. I gotta wait, call. Wait, don't go, Steve. Don't go. Don't, so. go. don't go. Don't. Hey. Listen. I gotta go. I'll just you talk to you later. You have a good time. Steve, I okay. need a hundred dollars. Oh, yes, an important, important phone call. I oh, need a hundred dollars. I got so many phone calls. Listen, I gotta go. Uh, look, I got, 20, I got so many. Oh, any okay, money. this is okay. Yeah, Do you got so anything, nope. Steve? Steve. No. Steve. Cause we are the champions of the world. Welcome. Oh, Jesus. Who's this? The podcast that isn't a podcast. It is a coping strategy, though maybe it should be an opera. I am Dan Sinker. And I am Maureen Johnson, queen of ringing phones. You are in a very ringy place right now. This goddamn phone, Dan, it rings. It will ring. I'm going to make a guess how many times it's going to ring more. Additionally, because it's already... In the only few minutes that we've been recording has rung two times. And yeah. then my phone rang at the same time. So, or I mean, Steve Bannon's phone rang at the same time. And then I bet it will ring five more times. Wow. That's their One time their yesterday, it, my mother called uh, her. She was out and she called here 
four times in a row. Sure. Maureen, ask your father. Maureen, look in the fridge. Maureen, look. And then she accidentally, the first time ever in her entire driving life, locked her keys inside of her car. Oh, no. So um, I happened to be here, so I was able to go and drive and give her the spare set of keys to get her out. So, Wow. Um, down here in Pennsylvania, Dan, I, can I talk to you a little bit about what I'm seeing? I would love it if you did. So many Trump signs. Mm. Just up and down the street. Yeah. Um, in front of our neighbor's house, a pile, literally a pile, say, three feet high of driveway gravel, just in a little mountain shape. Not, you know, just a little pile of it that okay. obviously has been set aside for a project that, but someone stuck, they stuck an American flag in the top of it. Sure, like, okay. you know. It's an American pile of gravel. Look, you leave your gravel pile long enough, there's going to get a flag planted in it. It's just how it works. Look at the it, moon. Same deal. It's so, so weird look, walking around with an English person when I'm like, oh, it's an American pie. He's like, yeah, you, just, you guys love a flag. You like to put your flag. It's very important. So many flags. Each house has a bigger flag than the last house. And um, like just signs about military, just military or guns or then just a whole bunch of Trump signs. It is interesting because... Having driven across Iowa and Nebraska and then into Colorado, the Trump signs did not kick into high gear until we reached rural Colorado. And hmm. my theory is that it is states where there is a level of push and pull, right? Like Pennsylvania being a swing state, Colorado being hmm. a swing state is where people are really continuing to rep and continuing to keep the kind of confrontation alive versus a very red state like Nebraska or a red state like Iowa. It's not that there are not, we didn't see any signs, but there were about the same number of signs that you would see any other time. But then we came into Colorado and almost immediately every ranch field was littered with Trump 2024 signs and things like that, like giant, a giant semi truck pulled up to the side of the highway in a field with a giant Trump 2024 painted on the side of it. Things like that. Dan. Maureen. So the, we're both in, again, in different places this week. Last week I was in Massachusetts. This week I'm outside of Philadelphia. But when I was in Massachusetts last week, a friend told me the story of someone they know very well. Uh, I'm going to keep this person completely anonymous. Um, this person has someone in her life who is, um, has gotten into QAnon recently, Ooh. like deeply, but what brought him into QAnon is the most fascinating part. And what brought him into QAnon is the fact that he is a Bigfoot truther. And somehow oh. the Venn diagram of Bigfoot truthers and QAnon has overlapped. Wow. And this person, this, this is the, I, I went over this story. I made them clarify every fact in this story because I had a hard time with it, but this is what I was told. This person also regularly hunts Bigfoot. Um, okay. This person went to the, I forget, the May event where they thought that Trump was going to be reinstated. Mm -hmm. There was a day, I think in May, that people were like, he's going to come back to office today. Right. And this person went to D.C. for the event. Sure. And had the belief that on this day, when Trump was going to be put back in office, 
he was going to send to every person's cell phone in America a photograph of Bigfoot. Oh, good. Perfect. Well, why wouldn't he? I'm just letting you know that that's out there, Tim. Wow. We are, we are peak cult. Uh, I have spoken to Trump-loving relatives since I've been here. I was helping Trump-loving relative do something for many hours. Um, I bought Trump-loving relative a computer and was helping that set it up. And I did like six hours of tech support and all, like probably more than that. And the only thing I asked is like, get this Trump flag out of my face. And yeah. there is my Trump flag. So um, then, because I'm four fucking years old, while I was scrubbing, you know, the baseboards and like trying to set up wires, I accidentally cut the word no out of the no more bullshit on the Trump flag <laughs> and then rolled it back up and stuck it back in the pile of stuff. Um, it's all you can do. It's all you can do. It's a hey, little you know what? I got them. They got them a computer. I did all this work. You know what? I've saved them a lot of money. If they want to buy a fifty cent Cheeto fascist fucking flag, they can go and they can go and get one if they want a new one. <laughs> but that thing's getting out of my face. Leave no Trump flag unvandalized is my motto. <laughs> it's a good motto. Make it render it useless at least. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. When uh when do you return back to your normal home? Thursday. There you go. And then this particular uh journey period is over for this part of the summer. We do have our eyes on the prize in terms of going to England. Yeah, now that uh now we that believe Oscar that we know what, legal. Yeah. He is street legal. Um so we are setting up that trip. So that'll be an exciting, but that'll be, we think in September we're going to go, you know. Okay. We don't know what rules we'll be going under, Dan. It's impossible yeah, to knows? tell where how things are doing, you know. You might just have to, like, buy an ultralight and fly it over the Atlantic yourself. We're not as concerned about the flight as we are about literally everything else. <laughs> really? We're much more concerned about the airports yeah. than we are the plane. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, the air filtration systems on the planes are apparently pretty good and will be masked the whole time. Yeah. And you have to have a negative test and you have to prove all kinds of stuff in order to oh, get on the right, plane. Oh, that's right, because you're flying into. So I feel like... Yeah. Do you not have to have a negative test to get on a plane here? No, I think you can just fucking do whatever to get on a plane here. Oh, yeah, you can't get on a plane without a test. Yeah. Um, I think a very that's because it's, it's required on the other end. Right. Whereas flying uh, where in we'll the U.S., be, anything we'll be goes. Test every, we'll be tested every 16 seconds on the other end and kept <laughs> in quarantine. And then we'll be tested 25 times. And if you flunk the test, you can't get back on the plane. And then you get stuck in the country. Um, because they we will not let you on. Yeah. So. But for now, you are in, uh, you are in Pennsylvania. How's the mask in there? Yep. Very bad. Very bad. Uh, we are the only ones wearing the mask. Yeah. Went to the local coffee shop to grab the takeout coffees and they were it was loaded with people. Business was bustling. No masks. One person behind the counter was wearing. There were two people behind the counter. One was wearing a mask. No patrons except I was I was the one that went in and I was the only one in a mask. Yep. Um, 
At the grocery store, I'm seeing about a 50% rate. Nah, oh, no, wow. that's not quite right. About a 30, I wouldn't know. It was probably more like 30, 25 or 30% yeah. masks. Yeah, I mean, um, that is not, not just a, you know, semi-conservative corner of Pennsylvania. I am outside of Boulder, Colorado, which is, you know, ground zero for liberal politics and hippies and all the rest. And uh, I'm the only one in a mask when I go in, usually. Uh, grocery stores, I yeah. would say similar to you, maybe 20, 25 percent. It, it ticked up. In the last week, I would say the first time I went to a grocery store, I'm pretty sure I was the only one. And now there's there's a small handful of them. There are the occasional employees wearing a mask, and I always give them the mask solidarity nod. But uh, but yeah, very little masking happening, even in uh, even in the more progressive corners of the world as well. Not happy about it. I'll say that. Say I'm not happy. Doesn't make me happy, Maureen. It takes it takes so little for us to help stop the spread of this disease. Yeah. Two little pricks in your arm and a piece of cloth on your face and we could stamp so much of this out. And we and are protect also people now, who can't get immunized. If you remember last winter when things were getting real bad and the CDC changed their masking recommendations from cloth is fine to you're going to want to get a better mask or double mask, you know, um, and finding N95s or KN95s was very, very difficult. Um, and now I actually just re-upped on some KN95s from the same supplier that I was able to find back in the winter. And I believe in the winter I was paying two or three bucks a mask. Uh, so it was, you know, it was pretty expensive to get their 10 pack or whatever, 20 pack. Uh, this time I paid under 50 cents a mask. So wow. masks are easy to come by. Good masks are easy to come by now. Hmm. And yet people are apparently fine with... Uh, I bought a straight up box of N95s off the shelf at a local hardware store. Yeah, you several get them all ago. over the joint now. They're everywhere. And I forgot a, they uh I forgot the feeling of the because I had to wear those so much. But when we took the train the other week, we put on the N95s and I forgot they they that they clamp your face. You get that. I suction. forgot the clamp. Yeah. You get that section. And I was like, oh, yeah, we used to do this every day, all yeah. day. And that, you know, obviously healthcare people are doing it all the time. They have to wear N95s yeah. on their face. And kids. And, uh, that's amazing. But yeah. Yeah. But I'd forgotten the the clamp. The clamp. I'd also well, we forgotten the feeling of the masks outside where I wore those K and 95s to walk the dog in the wintertime. And yeah. I had we had to mask outside still. And I remember it, you would, it would get so much condensation inside that I would take it off and shake it out and water Ooh, would come out gross. of it. Because it was just like a, no, it was just con condensed. Yeah. Like it was your exhalation. Air. It was. Your warm Moist. exhalation hitting the cold outside. I liked masking yep. in the winter, actually. It was nice. It was like, ooh, I feel nice and warm and good. Might just keep doing it forever. Who knows? Who knows? But Maureen Johnson, before we get into more COVID talk, mm. there's some newsy things to discuss. The first of which is that Rudy Giuliani gave an interview to NBC New York on Friday 
where he said, quote, I committed no crime. And if you think I committed a crime, you're probably really stupid because you don't know who I am. Which is which is good. uh, A good defense. That's typically how it works. If you know who they are, they can't have possibly committed a crime. But he also said he was, quote, more than willing to go to jail if they want to put me in jail, which is a normal thing you would say. And finally, ended by saying those that want to send him to jail will, and I quote, Maureen, suffer the consequences in heaven. That's a normal thing to say. What I like about it is it's a a regular thing to say. Maureen Johnson, you have an extensive Catholic school education. So I I do not. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure that heaven is not where you go to suffer consequences. Correct. There's a whole system, Dan. It's a whole kind of, it's almost like classes on an airplane. And there's, there's heaven, which is like the good one. Yeah. Then there's hell, which is the bad one. And right. then there, there's the eternal waiting room of purgatory when you're like, meh. Right. Which includes like, if you weren't baptized correctly, you go to purgatory because right. people didn't splash water on you correctly. And therefore you can't, you know, you'll be punished for it forever in a kind of mildly irritating fashion. So threatening that people will suffer the consequences in heaven. What is that consequence? You're like bathing with a unicorn in a rainbow pool and are like, oh, oh man, I feel bad about Rudy for a second. Oh, oh, is that another donut flying by? I'll grab it. You know what? Shitbags always think bad things happen in heaven. Like Eric Clapton created a song, admittedly about a very sad thing called (laughs) Tears in Heaven. And I'm like, again, that's not what happens. (laughs) people let's get this straight here yeah it's it's a very simple concept it has one job (laughs) and that's job is to be awesome all the time unless you're mean to rudy he's really drunk isn't he still right now is he drunk right now apparently he is broke and farting drunk well yes broken farting that's my country song (laughs) drunk broken broken farting According to the New York Times' Maggie Haberman yesterday, after the Trump campaign and their associated PACs announced that they'd raised over $80 million, quote, Giuliani allies are looking at the Trump money and are aghast that Trump isn't helping Giuliani with his legal fees. Giuliani's friends say he's saying he is close to broke. But Trump aides have made clear that they see no mechanism for paying Giuliani's legal bills that isn't problematic for Trump. Meaning, they could. But they won't. Yeah. Plus, Trump aides, quote, think Giuliani took actions a lawyer should have known were problematic, even if the client wanted it. A couple of things about what you just said. First of all, I've spotted two things that don't exist, which include Giuliani allies and Giuliani's friends. Like, <laughs> who? That's just some stuffed animals and a potato without googly eyes on it. There's no, Definitely. you know, that that's who, who are Julie? What does that look like? What does a council of Giuliani's allies and friends? That is like that picture from Arrested Development of the, the Guild of Magicians who have the sign that say we demand to be taken seriously. And they're all dressed like wizards and 
and and uh, close up ma- and close up magic people. But one would assume that when they're f- referencing Giuliani's friends, they're only referencing that sort of mysterious twenty year old Instagram influencer from Liberty University. I forgot about her. Um. Also, Trump always finds a way to say that whenever he has to pay his bills, that paying his bills is problematic for him. That's just yes. Trump doesn't has never paid anybody anything. That's that's his move. He gets stuff and then he doesn't pay for it. That is all he does. <laughs> that's his one move. So, I mean, Rudy's having a time, isn't he? It's not good to be Rudy right now. It is not so good. I mean, has it really ever been good to be Rudy? Kind of be gross to be Rudy. I he's think he's not gonna, he's not gonna thrive in jail. No, he's not gonna, th- he's not gonna thrive there. How? Yeah. What's gonna happen to like? If you were guessing right now, Dan, what's gonna happen to Rudy? I, I think that he kind of has sort of a Keith Richards esque longevity at this point. He has managed to kind of reach that perfect pickling point where suddenly he could live forever. But uh, I think that the chances of Rudy ending up in jail, all of that still feels far in my brain to see it happening. I don't However, think it's right to... I don't think it's right to compare Keith to Rudy because, again, I quote from the most amazing sentence of Keith Richards' autobiography in which he's like, yeah, I did a lot of heroin. It was bad, but you know what? I functioned pretty well. I learned to ski on heroin. (laughs) (laughs) This is a man, and he only gave drugs up because he did so much cocaine, he fell out of a palm tree, and he was like 75. (laughs) (laughs) I'm failing to see where this doesn't apply to Rudy. Keith is far more competent. (laughs) <laughs> and funny. <laughs> I could see Rudy falling out of a palm tree at any moment. Oh, yeah. But he's scaling but he... <laughs> a wall to get into Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Coconuts then plomping down on his head. This is a cartoon I really want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> One splits open. He just pulls a straw out of his pocket and sticks it in, pours a little vodka in. Ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Time to try again. <laughs> What's that noise? Rudy fought out. Is that a monkey? No. <laughs> no, that's Rudy farting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I forgot to fart when I was singing those songs, that song at the beginning Does he- of the show. Does he rent a boat to try to get to Mar-a-Lago? I don't think that Rudy knows how to drive a boat. Oh, I mean, no, he gets, gets he tries someone to try to skipper the boat. I don't think Rudy likes water. I can't see Rudy on a boat. He's probably he's got enough motion swaying going on in his life generally. A boat's gonna amplify that too much. Plus, I would ge- I would guess he lives his life terrified of maritime law. One false step on the wrong boat, and it's exactly. curtains for Rudy. <laughs> exactly. What country is this? Fly out there on the sea. <laughs> yeah, you have to. That's North Carolina law. <laughs> what? what? One false move, and a dolphin can arrest you. 
I also assume that the minute he gets on a boat, his pants fall down. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. In fact, it's not even when he gets on the boat. It says he's walking up the little plank to get to the boat. Pants fall down. He's up over the edge, splashing into the water. They got to throw a (laughs) life raft around him. One of those little rings. How did he get to be like this? He was was evil, but now he's just... I'm going to go with years of alcohol abuse. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, is he the only one with problems, Dan? Uh, He is, in fact, not the only one with problems. The Justice Department this week reversed a 2019 memo that restricted the Treasury Department from releasing Trump's tax returns to the House Ways and Means Committee. The 2019 decision that has now been reversed, quote, failed to give due weight to Congress's status as a co-equal branch of government with legitimate needs for information. That's according to Assistant Attorney General Don Johnson. Uh, Shocking, Maureen. Shocking that the Trump administration (sighs) did not see Congress as a co-equal branch of government. It does open the possibility of his taxes reaching Congress and possibly the public, though his lawyers have promised to fight it. Though it's a little bit unclear to me since they don't have to be involved in this release. It is the Treasury Department releasing them. Um, also, who are his lawyers? Is it is it Philadelphia? Who is this lawyer? Uh, it's uh, Fischetti, I think, is the name. That's Pulling that not out a of my real ass. person. Fischetti, well, you know, come on. It's it's actually a fish. Rudy found it when he fell overboard. I got no lawyer. His name is Fischetti. It's a mixture of fish and spaghetti. Uh, Meanwhile, Maureen Johnson, a little closer to home in your Mm -hmm. state of New York, the New York Attorney General has wrapped her investigation into Governor Andrew Cuomo's sexual harassment claims, and it looks like maybe you're going to get a new governor soon, because it's not good for old Cuomo. No, it's really not good. It's really not good. I was only halfway done reading this before we were about to record, so some of this will be... I know the headlines on this, but hit me with how bad this is. Quote, Governor Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. The report found the independent investigation found that Governor Cuomo harassed multiple women, many of whom were young, by engaging in unwanted groping, kisses, hugging and by making inappropriate comments. Uh, The report, according to Attorney General Letitia James revealed, quote, a deeply disturbing yet clear picture and conduct that corrodes the very fabric and character of our state government and shine lights on injustice that can be present at the highest levels of government. It's not good, is it, Dan? Nobody's running against him, right? In the, like, the primaries are done. He's, he is the Democratic candidate. Hmm. Or are the primaries done? Primaries are done. Well. Yeah. Andrew Giuliani sees his opening now. It's uh, not great. Remember when that dude was who the fucking is our anointed... Republican candidate? I think that actually the who, primaries I'm... have not happened yet because uh, it's Zeldin versus Giuliani, at least at the 
sort of top. And I don't I don't believe that that Zeldin is versus Giuliani for the uh, Cuomo. No, for the Republican candidate to be the Republican oh, Andrew. candidate. You know, that has sorry. Not... Yes, Andrew. Yes. Every once in a while, I blank on the existence of Andrew. Like he just well, disappears out of my mind. To be fair, healthy, I think that's, that's a, true for Rudy as well. That is a that is a good. Uh, my mind is trying to protect me. Yeah, I think maybe the primaries haven't happened, but I don't think there's anyone really actively running against Cuomo. Smart, good thinking, everyone. Well done. Sorry if I'm confused on that, because I mean, I'm thinking about the New York City primary, but I guess right. that was different. I was time. as yeah, well. I guess we didn't do the. I guess we didn't do the. The governor on that. Um, Not great. I, thought, I guess in my mind, it, I guess I think I was so tainted with the whole Gi- Andrew Giuliani thing that I, in my mind that happened and I just stamped it as done in my mind because there are certain things I don't want to dwell on. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's a lot uh, of coping mechanisms. Andrew Cuomo a year ago being heralded as sort of the savior of New York City, even though uh, now and even signed and made a multimillion dollar book deal based on it. Now we know his handling of it of COVID was quite terrible and that he, in fact, is quite terrible. Good job, everyone. <laughs> And what's going to happen? I don't know. Tell me. I can't. I can't. Why not? I have very, other than you all exclusively elect clowns, I have very little understanding of New York politics at all. It's messy, Dan. (laughs) We're a messy bitch of a city. (laughs) It's a weird city. It's a great city, but it's weird. That yeah, that sums it up. That sounds about right to me. So, um, go on. Well, I was thinking maybe we should talk a little Delta. All right. Not the airline. The coronavirus variant. Last week, the CDC announced new mask recommendations based on the rapid spread of the Delta variant in areas of high spread, which uh, unfortunately is most places at this point, they are now recommending everyone unvaxxed and vaxxed mask indoors. Though, as you and I have experienced, it's not really happening so much yet. No. In, uh, in six weeks, the Delta variant has grown from 10% of all cases in the U.S. to over 80%. Florida is seeing more cases now than at any point in the pandemic. In fact, according to the White House, Florida and Texas make up fully one third of all cases last week. Not great. Multiple states across the South are running out of hospital beds. It feels, Maureen Johnson, like deja vu for the second, third, fourth time. I don't even know how many times. How many times do we need to relearn this lesson, Maureen? And what is, I guess, we were in such dire straits before, and now it's just we have a vaccine. We yeah. have it. They will they will give it to you for nothing. Yeah. You barely have to, in many places, you barely have to go anywhere to get it. Yeah. Well, in Chicago last week, the Lollapalooza Festival was held, 
a outdoor festival that brought, uh, I believe, something on the order of close to 400,000 people over the three days, 100 and some odd every day. Um, vac- proof of vaccination was required, but it did not take long for reporters in Chicago to find falsified vaccine cards, which apparently you could buy for 50 bucks. Now, think about that, Maureen. You can get the shot for free. Or you can pay 50 bucks for a fake card. You can in New York, not only can you get the shot for free, but they will give you $100. That's true. They will straight up give you 100 bucks. They will just hand you money on like, I think they give you a gift card with 100 bucks on it. They're like, here you go. Have some money. Wow. Is that for each one? Like when you get double dose, do you end up with 200? Or is it? I think it's for your first. Hmm. dose but they will just give you there's no strings attached it's just a hundred bucks first dose you should get a photo with a Times square elmo and then the second one you should get a hundred bucks poor Times square elmo poor Times square elmo (laughs) i when i went through Times square last year when i walked to the doctor's office and the only people on Times square were me the naked cowboy and Times Square Elmo with his head off, <laughs> walking around sadly in circles. <laughs> I still think about that. It was very <laughs> sad. And there was also a Minnie Mouse with her head off but that was just walking around. But there was no one else there. It was real weird. That is. It was a that... really weirdly specific kind of apocalypse movie. <laughs> where it was like everybody was gone. But for some reason, the naked cowboy was still there. You know. You're the naked cat. Where else are you going to go? Yeah, he's That's... naked. He's a cowboy. He's like, I yeah. guess I'm fine. Does he wear I think nothing? he wore a mask. No, he okay. wears box. Like, no, he wears like um, tidy whities Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of false advertising there, honestly. But he's out there. Like, even in the winter, he's out there. Usually, I think. Wow. Unless it's super, super cold. But he's out there a lot. Well, Maureen, the good news if you can find any on the Delta front is that pretty much every state that's spiking badly vaccinations are now also up sharply. People are realizing that they fucked around and found out and now they don't want to find out anymore, which is good. Whatever it takes, go get that vax. And while the federal government hasn't and likely won't mandate vaccinations more and more companies and stores and that sort of thing are Disney announced that all of their non-union workers and salary employees need to be vaccinated and they're negotiating with unions to require it as well. Uh, In New York, they have now announced that businesses, restaurants, gyms, uh, anything else that's indoors are going to require proof of vaccination. Finally, your Excelsior pass is going to mean something. Uh, Federal employees have to get vaxxed. Many state and municipalities are now requiring vax. Colleges and universities are requiring vax. I'm associated with two different universities, Maureen, and I have to submit vax cards to both of them in order to keep doing whatever it is that I do with them. So, you know, this is uh, seems to be now the direction that we are heading is in order to engage in at least some parts of society or work many different jobs, you are going to need to be vaxxed. But it still sucks. 
Yeah. Um, it does bring occasional surreal moments. For example, uh, that uh, yesterday, Lindsey Graham tweeted that he has he has COVID. Yeah, despite being um, vaccinated. Because the Republicans had a little anti-mask hissy fit parade. Um, fucked around. Found out. I will give Lindsey Graham a tiny shred of credit. In his announcement, he did go to great lengths to say that he has very mild symptoms and that he knows that if he was not vaccinated, that he would not be faring as well as he is. And that's an important thing to note, you know, because it is now uh, very clear that the vaccine, especially in the face of the Delta variant, is not going to keep yeah. you from necessarily getting COVID, but it is largely going to keep you out of the hospital and out of the grave. Yep. It will save your life. It will. And then some. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, Delta is nasty. It is now thought to be a thousand times more contagious than the original variant making guidance like the 15-minute indoor close contact thing that everyone has kind of lived by. Uh, if you do the math on that, it, it ends up being the equivalent with Delta is about nine seconds. So that's not great. That said, that uh, advice was always, at least in the sort of science circles that I walk in, uh, always kind of side-eyed anyway, because it was just a weird, like there are too many factors to simply make something as clear cut as 15 minutes of a six foot or under uh, when it was clear that that wasn't the case a, a lot of right. the time. Uh, the CDC has released some studies that show that vaccinated people can carry similar amounts of viral load as unvaccinated people when it comes to the Delta variant. While those studies have not proven that they can transmit it, uh, it is fairly clear anecdotally at this point that it is possible. But uh, vaccinated people, uh, the number of vaccinated people ending up in the hospital is far, far, far lower than those that are unvaccinated. And uh, they, in fact, fall, what do you know, right in the range that the vaccines set out with to begin with in terms of how well they will keep you out of the hospital. So. You are far better getting COVID if you're vaxxed than if you're unvaxxed. But as a parent of one of the 50 million children under 12 that can't be vaxxed, let's all be as safe as we can because... Or if people who have conditions which mean they cannot be vaccinated or yeah. are or being that treated the vaccine for... Is not very um, effective for... Or, you know, if it be treated for cancer or, you know, like you're, you're protecting everybody. It takes so yep. little to protect everybody. It really isn't a big deal at this point. No. The vaccine itself it takes anywhere. about 12 seconds to get. It doesn't hurt. No. Might feel a little a sleepy off. the next day. And uh, it's still so better than the alternative. You wear a soft little piece of cloth on your face. You can have a... It, again, masks are fun. Some of them are real cool. You just put a mask on. It's like so simple. We I just today 
I uh, I just swapped out my mask because I realized it had gotten a little gross and put it on. It was like, ooh, that fresh mask smell. That was the first thing I thought when I put it on. Mm. And then I thought, I've gotten too used to this now. But I always wash the masks, hand wash it in a, one of my bins. You know my bins, Dan. My bins. I got my bins with so my masks. I always wash them <laughs> in my plastic bin. So I take my plastic bin to the kitchen. Put all the masks in, and I put water in my bin. See, and then I take Mrs. Myers, the really that natural kind of detergent, and I have a honeysuckle one, so it smells really good. And then I put it in the bin, and then you just let it soak for a while, Dan, in the bin, and then you dump it out, and then you just rinse it right in the bin. It's so simple. Oh, the phone's ringing again. I don't know who it is. Maybe it's someone who wants to use my bin. Oh, I'm already <laughs> using my bin. I'm sorry. Columbia MD, you're going to have to call back because I'm using the bin. I'm sorry, I'm using the bin right now. Call back. No. I'm using it. Get your own bin. Okay, bye. Uh, you are. But if you want any beans, let me know because I still have a lot of beans. You are washing cloth masks, right? You're not washing your N95s. No, no, I wash it. I also have metal masks, Dan. I have big old knight's heads that I wear sometimes. <laughs> well, suddenly I was like, wait, Hold why on. are you washing your N95 Clunk. masks? Don't do that. Clunk. That would be, now that's the way you want to fucking do this thing. Wear a big old ma- a knight's head. There you go. Clunk. That's how we That's, that's a how sign we that roll. you're not fucking around anymore. I, uh, so this is my wallet which is big because it holds a notebook in it, but I now just keep a folded mask right in it. Boom. Your wallet has a note. Jesus. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. Little field note, little pen. Fancy. It's a chunky wallet, but uh, it's got everything uh, I need, including my mask. Really excited because uh, as I told you, when I was up at Hammerst, my friend and I got deep into the planner situation. Oh yeah. She was showing me all of her planners and how to design a planner. And I ordered a, a new planner. Ooh. Very, very basic one I found on Etsy um, that has no inspirational phrases in it. Um, oh, because nice. nothing, nothing brings me down like an inspirational quote does. Agreed. So there's none of that. Just beautiful and plain and elegant inside. Like just, just, it's nice, nice and simple. But I have had, you can get the cover personalized. Okay. And I, I could have gone for so many things, but I simply went with Maureen's writing schedule because I wanted to keep it simple. <laughs> there you go. Um, but that's all it's going to be for. And it's real. And it's, I'm down here and it's arrived. Like, we got to go home. I got to get my new planners here. So what is the inside of the, like, what makes this planner different than your, you know, off the shelf Moleskine or whatever? Um. Well, it has, this is an August through... Uh, it's like a year long dated planner. You get a monthly spread and then it's just, you know, weekly pre-written, you know, squares with the dates of them that you can write. So it's just like a pre, you know, it's like a standard pre-printed, but I like the, the simplicity of it. Yeah. And now because Dan, the, the world of planners is so deep. Yeah. And there are videos we watched. She was like, I'm going to show you some of the best videos on Holly got really into planners during COVID and there are just whole channels devoted to planners 
And the people that are really into planners have multiple planners. They might wow. have seven planners. What? You know, this is a life. Yeah, people have a lot of planners who are really into planners. They might have a work planner, a life planner, a like a spirituality planner, a cooking planner, wow. you know, and they have different layouts for each one and they've they've used different types like the happy planner or the I think Aaron Condon is another big maker, but I just went to Etsy and got somebody who makes these very straightforward planners and I'm very pleased with it. I wished it was a little bigger, so maybe I'll get it and be like, it should be bigger. <laughs> I think that may happen. Because what I was, hap I was drawing these elaborate things inside my notebook that I wasn't entirely using. I was like, mm -hmm. I just want a pre-printed one that I don't have to dick around. Right. Like, I, I like it very straightforward looking. I'm like, I'll do the weird stuff. You planner, you just be simple. Right. I don't need you to dick around and tell me to eat sunshine or whatever the fuck you were going to tell me and then show me a picture of a bucket in a field. I don't care about that. I'm not interested <laughs> in that weird cursive inspirational font. That I don't weird want it. cursive inspirational font is a real, that is a it's real something. virus in the world. I mean, yeah, it's, it, I just, I see something in that font and I get very distrustful. I hate that font. <laughs> hate I it. Really and hate I it. see it everywhere. I don't understand I don't know how, it how happened. that font. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how did that font become the sort of one ring to rule yeah. us all? I think if it, we could figure that out, we could unlock most of the problems in society. I think in the world, I mean, it, it's got to come from the sort of the scrapbooking world where. Uh, brush pens and things like that were a, mm. there was a moment for that and that font is just a brush, a pen. brush pen style cursive but then it became a font and now it is just you cannot you cannot escape it it's I feel like this is a case for Harvard symbologist Robert Langdon um, <laughs> and also, when I was at Amherst, my friends, because the one, because I am obsessed and I've written many pieces about Robert Langdon, including um, how he's my hero because he is the world's most cowardly uh, protagonist. Um, I, if you ever, it says who, if you want to read my, my essay on, on Robert Langdon, I'll find it and I'll put it in the Facebook group. This um, is from this is the Da Vinci Code. From the Da Vinci Code, from the Lost Symbol, from Inferno, from um, Angels. Oh, I forget all the titles. God, but, um, I didn't know the there were so many of that, dude. Oh, there's a lot. There's a bunch of them. And this is true. And I'll, I have to get this essay out because everything in it is true. I also wrote a blow by blow recounting of the Lost Symbol chapter by chapter as I read it. <laughs> And it ended up taking me weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to do it because it was so much. But um, he wears turtlenecks because he is afraid of ties. Okay. Um, because he thinks they look like nooses. He is always wearing loafers and he's always slipping. He's like, my loafers. Like he's always sliding and he really hates danger. Because but he's danger also keeps afraid of him. shoelaces? Potentially. Okay. That may be a thing. He's re but he is a he only wears turtlenecks and loafers because he is afraid of ties. He's I afraid like of elevators. The, I, I like to imagine that he's afraid of ties and shoelaces 
and snakes and hot dogs because he's afraid of things that are longer than they are wide. <laughs> That's a character hold development that I would create. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You hear me typing? Yeah, you pulling it up? I'm pulling it up because I actually went through and listed all of the things he is afraid of. Let's see if it's still live because it was on. Did I put it on Tumblr? Okay. I Okay, so I wrote, I think I wrote this in 2009. If you wrote it in 2009, where else would you have put it but Tumblr? Um. He, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just put the whole essay up, but. Yeah, never mind. I just realized I haven't, I, I don't actually, I have a lot of Tumblr followers and I haven't been on Tumblr in so long that I was like, well, would you look at that? And I have a nicely designed Tumblr too, but who's on Tumblr? I know people Nobody. are still on Tumblr. Tumblr used to be so huge for YA and then. Oh yeah. I haven't touched my Tumblr in years. No, Tumblr was great. I got distracted by my own Tumblr. That happens. I read my own essay to myself, looked at my my. <laughs> layout went oh that's a pretty good layout and you were just standing there staring at me i was i was like that's this is good this is podcasting exactly that is that is our anyway force. they were telling me about the movie inferno which i can't remember watching but they're like you have to watch inferno because apparently one of the very first things is that robert langdon gets hospitalized immediately Something happens to him and he wakes up in the hospital. He's like, what's going on? But they're like, we have to get out of here. They're trying to kill you. And it turns out that the World Health Organization's assassin squad is trying to kill Robert Langdon. Sure. You know. So like they they faint them and then they all sweep out and they like blow up the hospital that he was in or something like that. And it all is connected back to Dante. So anyway, I I feel like we should watch this in it. But this calligraphy font is somehow... We'll get Hartford symbologist Robert Langdon on the case, and he will explain to us why all the world's evils are somehow tied back to the calligraphy font. Sounds right. Well, Maureen Johnson. What? Says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where most every Sunday though likely not this Sunday, you will get a bonus episode of Says Who. Uh, it is me and Maureen, and it is for you if you give at the 5 or $10 a month level. That 10 bucks level also gets you a sticker because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club and you get a cool sticker only for you every month. Patreon.com slash Says Who. Our theme music is des is designed. Our theme music... <laughs> is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard, who just had her birthday yesterday. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And if you want to join the Fan Run Discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com slash Says Who Discord. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars 
and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us in two weeks, August 18th, for our next episode. Because Maureen Johnson, if I learned anything from when I was trying to record on our drive out to Colorado last time, it's that it's very hard. And it will only be harder this coming Monday because we will be in a very rural location, Monday, Tuesday. So we're going to skip this next week so that I don't have a heart attack trying to find cell signal. So we'll see you in two August 18th, for our next episode from my trailer in Lyons, Colorado, I am Dan Sinker. I have a lot of stuff happening on my Tumblr. Oh, boy. I haven't looked in so long. I have a lot of Twitter. I got a lot of Tumblr followers. I should be. But nobody's there. Nobody's there, right? I don't think many people are there. Nah. Anyway, you nah. can uh, you can you can finish you up say, now. You want me to say goodbye? Yeah. You want me to say goodbye? I do. What? Do- I don't want to say goodbye to Dan because Dan's the man. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's great. You want me to say goodbye? Mm-hmm. I ain't never gonna say goodbye to Dan. I ain't okay. never gonna say goodbye to Dan. All right. I'm not gonna say mm. goodbye to Dan. Okay. I'm so amused by myself. <laughs> All right. I make my own fun, you know? You do. I make my That's own fun. That's the thing about you. It's what people Only say children, when they man. ask what we, Maureen's like. She makes, she her, makes own her own fun. You, you're you still gonna, waiting? Yeah. Okay. Um, how are you? I, I'm good. But uh, but yeah, ready to wrap here. Okay. Ready to wrap it up. All right, then. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, this well, has been, been says, says who. who. You want to go? I'll just I'll wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're not gonna. Oh goodbye. This has been says who. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>